Welcome to the Ministry of Geek. I'm Richard F. And I'm Richard S. You still sad? Uh, not so much. Not so much? I'm still a bit sad. Still a bit sad. Yeah, not as morose as I was the day of, really? obviously. Yeah. How did you find out? Uh, you. You texted. Oh. Send me a text. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I got a phone call on my phone. Did you? Yeah. From Apple? No. From Siri? From, no. <laughs> no, from the missus. She rang out. She said, are you, like, sitting down? And, you know, usually when you get stuff like that, I could tell that it wasn't like my mum had passed away. Yeah. Uh, of which I'd be equally, if not more sad. Hopefully by the way. By, yeah. the, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But it pretty much ruined my day. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had to go home early and uh, cancelled a meeting I had because I'm just, like, you know, not going to be yeah. all good for that. As you said, it was like family. So, you know. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, we lost a, lost a good one there. We did. Yeah, I suppose it was going to happen eventually. I'm kind of surprised. Because, yeah. you know, we don't see him every day, so it's not like we'd know that he wasn't all that well. Yeah. I mean, you know, as in, like, really not well. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's, uh, this is a tribute. Well, yeah. it's not really, but... Are we talking about Dennis Ritchie? <laughs> we could be, because right. I was pretty... Up- well, I wasn't really upset about him, you yeah. know, even though he... That was a big loss, too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I, I was going to mention that, oh, but we're going to quite not in the same revered way. Right, as, uh, I, I was just Jenny Jobs. Yeah, cool. So we, you were talking about Steve Jobs. Obviously yeah, I we were was. About Steve Jobs. I was. Yeah. Okay. Two weeks ago. Wow. Two weeks yeah. ago since that happened. I think we recorded on a Wednesday last time, so it was the day before. We did. And things, and I just kind of lost the urge, you know, to yeah. post that up there. But yeah, no you had to go on. You had to make use of his his love child. His <laughs> MacBook here to that's right. That's to finish right. the job. Yeah, to finish and, the and, job. And, you know, get that so to speak. Yeah. Put it on the cloud. Put it in the cloud. Well, he's he's kind of out in the iCloud now. Really, that's true. He? Yeah. I was really get. I was crushed. I was. Crushed. Yeah. I think a lot of people were. It was that sort of public outpouring of of grief, and it was a little bit unseemly. But I can kind of understand. I feel yeah. pretty rubbish. Yeah. 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 I think there was a little bit of a metooism in there. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it was quite genuine. But oh, yeah. True. Yeah. You know, I think Larry Allison was upset. He's, I didn't realise he was like that close a friend. I mean, I know they were really good friends, but oh, okay. I don't know, really, no, really, really. You couldn't think of any two different kind of um, businesses, really, can you? Because like Oracle's big enterprise. Um, you know, I just got an email the other day about it, some ZFS NAS that they have on offer. Right. Which, you know, the geek in me goes, right on, not that I could afford one. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, what do you do? You plug that next to your Exologic uh, cloud storage thing, Elastic Cloud, right? But yeah, I mean, that, you know, so they're really, you know, obscure, arcane technology, really aimed at the hardcore business enterprise geek. Yeah. And there you got Apple, which is quite of the opposite, which is, you know, shiny consumer product. I, I, I know a lot of research has been done into, um, you know, whether you can be friends if, if you're the, <laughs> you know, director of a massive companies, but they're not compatible. I, so you're saying, yeah. if I, if I'm the CEO of, a, like, an oil company, I, I couldn't possibly be friends with... Me? You? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe yeah, they well, had no, interests outside yeah. of work. You know, well, like, no, I'm um, sure they did. You know, I'm mega sure yachts did. and, you know... Well, and, and babes and things, because Larry Allison's a bit... He likes his ladies. He does. Apparently. Whilst I think Steve was more into fruit and things, he was a fruitarian apparently for a while. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying he was a fruit. I like, yeah, gay. No. Well, that's what I was thinking. Well, he was married, married with children. children. Yeah. So, uh, so I not. thought that was an unseemly yeah. thing to say. But no, de- no, de- no. De- no. De- what was de fruit? What? 
did you say what? Fruit. He was into fruit. Like, he he had a fruitarian diet for a oh, while. Oh, yeah. You know, like vegan, but fruit. Okay. Right. So I get, is, is fruitarian vegan? Yeah, I think by definition. Because it's non-meat, or dairy, or yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And no animal products. Yeah, but fruit aren't vegetables, necessarily. We've veered off again already. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, we okay. won't, okay, we won't so uh, there we go. expose our ignorance. Okay. Yeah. No, well, some listeners have asked that we do a tribute, um, 55 minutes of silence, instead of the wow. normal podcast, <laughs> which uh, we can't oblige. No. Sorry, because no. we've got to We're going to fill it with the usual... Crap, crap, crap. Yeah. Usual high energy content that we have. That's right. That's focused on the tech world and okay. extreme geekiness. Yeah. Okay. I think we should have a motto like Google's, like, don't be evil, we should be, don't be boring. Or something. Don't be boring. Don't be boring. Okay. I mean, in every podcast should uh, aspire to that, regardless of what your topic is, even if it's about, like, fruitarian diets. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Don't be boring. Don't be okay. boring. So on that, we we'll, won't continue to talk about fruitarian diets. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What have you been geeking out on? Well, have I been, uh, well, I updated to iOS 5. I did that, actually, that night of our last podcast. Okay. I, I, I told you I was going to do yeah. that. Well, I think it would have been okay um, had the conditions been right. So let's be clear, when you were doing that, that was pre it actually. It was, yeah. So so, but it was a GMC. This wasn't the yeah. smooth, seamless day day of, day of thing, yeah, yeah that yeah. millions of people, millions of people I think, yeah, uh, easily had. downloaded. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. This was pre- Especially in the United States. So this was a pre. It was like a week before, gold, I think. Gold yeah. No, no, it was gold GMC, Gold Master Seat. So it was like the, the thing that was going to be on, that is on right. everyone's. Uh, okay. Can, uh, can, uh, what is it? You know, and have you since upgraded devices. to the official? Uh, you know, you don't need to because it's okay. exactly it's bit compatible. Yeah, but you didn't do it right. Right, oh, well, isn't didn't no. You let didn't me, do it right. Let me tell yeah. you, uh, I <laughs> shared the same experience of millions of other people from the sounds of things. Yeah, look, um, when it does a when you do a restore, it also does a backup, and I was running extraordinarily low on disk space in the uh, boot partition on my machine, which I have iTunes installed on. Right. So what should have really probably taken only about half an hour took me probably from about 9pm till about 12.30, you know, just after midnight okay. to get working. Because it failed a number of times in terms of restoring my old data, um, which and I wanted to restore my contacts and all my yep. apps and all that yep. stuff. Cool. Uh, and it just kept failing and failing and failing, and I knew I was running low on, on disk space, so I had to clear a whole lot of storage, reboot the machine a couple of times, and eventually it actually did it. But it was a horrible experience. Uh, and it almost made me regret it. But once I got there, it was all good. Right. Yeah, it was better. You haven't done it, have you? I have, well, yeah. I went to do it. I went to do it uh, yesterday. I think. Oh, oh really? I heard all the. I heard all the. You know, the kerfuffle about, and I thought oh, I'll just give it another week or so. Yeah. No. Rush. I went to do it yesterday, rush. and of course, the first thing it said is I had to upgrade to iTunes 10.05 and 10.5. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. and I lost interest at that point. Really? Yeah. So you've given up? I haven't given up. I yeah. just thought oh, it's so, not. It's not a it's big not deal, th- really, Richard. You know, you just well, it made, it, made, software it, made, two, it. it made a two-step part, you know, thing, and I only had time for True. one step. So I think I told it to update off. <laughs> update iTunes, and then I said, oh, "I need my phone." Thanks. You're right. I'll take that away. So. In the future, yeah, uh, the, the not too distant future, Richard. This will all be easier though with iOS five. It just like we'll be like, I don't know if Android's like this, um, but ignorant of that. Uh, but you know, it can just do over the updates with little bits and pieces. So you know, they'll fix. Little, just apply little patches. Oh, but like you know, like the Windows Patch Manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or will there be like you know Patch Tuesday, <laughs> where you know some random point my phone will reboot because yeah. you know that's Possibly. the only way to really apply the patch. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know whether the uh, whole patching of our phone will require it to restart. That would be a bit annoying. 
and, oh, we're, oh, and we're patching might you know blow my data away is it going to like presumably back back up to the cloud is that the... only if you ask it to I haven't enabled that feature actually of, you? no because you know what with ba- uh, broadband caps being what they are um, I'm a little bit reticent to back up all my you know my phone stuff uh, up into the cloud, and I just continue to do it locally. My private cloud, Richard. Private cloud. Uh, my private Exologic cloud, or just you know, <laughs> Seagate. Not, sort of, yeah, Seagate. <laughs> yeah, not not Exologic. I'm sure, like in one of those Exologic NAS things with ZFS WhatsApps, um, it's just got Seagate drive, SATA drives oh, in yeah. there, or Western Digital. Or, well, when they talk about you know redundant you know, arrays of cheap and nasty drives, that's right. You know, they're, they're thinking yeah. Seagate. Yeah, it's just a bunch of disks with some fancy software on them. Yeah, actually, one of my disks uh, that I got hooked up to the back of the Mac, uh, the Mac's just not. It just can't see it anymore. It's transparent. It, it's completely transparent, <laughs> which is unfortunate because it was my backup volume. Is um, it that it just can't see it at I, the moment or it just doesn't want to see it? I can't reach the time capsule at the moment. It, it's um, it's blinking its amber light at me. Oh, that... In an just, way. just restart it. Oh, I have any number of times. Really? Is yeah, it dead? It's not dead, no. It's just not happy. It's not happy oh. with my configuration. Look at the logs. The logs I are have. Too. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. It wants to be connected to my... Um, Router? My Router. Well, it is, By one it? of those wire things. Oh, right. It Cable. Seemed, it seemed very happy then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is it completely wireless, is it? What's yeah, that? It's, it's, how's it talking to the to your router? You well, I had a crazy idea. It would talk wirelessly to it. I've tried that. It doesn't work Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Not unless yeah, it, it's you've got some blinks, other Apple thing on the other end. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't do that, Richard. Uh, it's well, unnatural. Unfortunately, it's not as simple as saying don't do that. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> different the, rooms, I moved the computer into a new room. Oh, you uh, silly man. You need to reconfigure your house based on your well, device's I have, needs. I have thought about that. I've thought yeah. about you know, smashing a hole in the wall. <laughs> just running a cable, cable. through. Yeah. yeah. Well, those power line adapters are probably good enough. You've got one of them. Use that. Yeah, I thought about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, was that a notification? That was a notification. Is, is that amazing? <laughs> Wow, I find it, looks, it amazing. It looks, um, it looks the it, same. It's as no longer a modal blue, ugly modal dialogue. It's, it's more black. Um, yes, it's classier looking. How's it non-modal there? Uh, because I well, if I were in the middle of doing something, it would actually not just right. interrupt what I was doing. It'd be a nice uh, subtle, pod- subtle thing at the top of my screen. You were podcasting there, and it interrupted you. It did only because you drew attention to it, Richard. Ah, okay. Yeah. And it was... Uh, it should have known. It was Angela. So really, I probably... Sh- she expects me to pay attention to her. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm going to just swipe that away. Very Richard. good. Very swipe good. that away. Because our listeners demand our total concentration and Sorry. commitment to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So did you upgrade your iPad as well? I did. Yeah, I thought, why not? And so why shouldn't I do that? Why shouldn't you? Yeah. Well, well, I'm not. I'm not suggesting you don't. Okay. I suggest you do. You need to upgrade. Uh, the thing is, once you get into it, it becomes like a cascading se- series of upgrades. Because then you have to upgrade in your your Macs. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Well, there's those too. Then apps that need to be now conformant with whatever the APIs are in iOS five need to be upgraded as well. Otherwise, they start crashing. Had a few of those. Right. So you go and update those. Yeah, maybe I won't. Yeah. Rush to... No rush. Hey, so um. What did you think about, you know, Dennis Ritchie passing? He's pretty old, wasn't he? He was 70-odd. Yeah. I got, uh, that's not old. That's not old anymore. No, it's well, not old. If he's no, 79, no. That's, that's... No, but, old. you know, given he was like an early days programmer, he probably drank way too much coffee, coke, ate way too many bad things yeah, when well, he was young. Didn't, didn't he, you like, know? die of, like, something, you know, like pancreatic cancer? But, like... I don't... I was, I was starting to get nervous that maybe if we're in the IT industry, that, that's, that's the way no, you go. I think it might be more around, you know, especially in the programming kind of world... People who have really bad 
um, health because they don't get up and about. They True. maybe sit too much. They, they you know. <laughs> I'm just looking at us. Potato hunched couches. Hunched over, <laughs> hunched over desk, uh, next to a microphone. Oh, yeah. true, true. Yeah. yeah, but what I was actually thinking is, you don't provide snacks, Richard. Mind you, neither did I in the digital era. That's true. But maybe we should make that an addition of the podcast. Well, the routine. only thing they've really got are biscuits and minties, and if we chew minties, we won't be able true. to speak. Biscuits, I could go for. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm then, not sure our listeners would like that either. Crunch, 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 crunch. Yeah, but true. But if I'm going to die of some kind of you, you know kind of disease yeah, later on in true. life, as an IT guy, I think I'm going to need to. You want to podca- ruin my lifestyle? Podcast happy. That's right. Yeah, and don't be boring. Yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, it was one of those. Um, you know, I, it, it was interesting to note that he'd passed. I guess as much. Yeah. As I wasn't. Yeah. You know, particularly sad. No, he had, well, he had a good yeah. life, and yeah, you know, I think it was only. It was really only the fact that you know Steve Jobs was getting all these accolades and this. You know, that, that kind of the tech press got behind the. Hey, but what about this guy that like you know invented Unix? You know, Unix is pretty big. Did he invent Unix? Yeah, well, he wrote, he wrote it. Does it well, I mean, he did it with C and C compiler. I don't know. Well, he wrote did the he, C compiler and he, he used the C compiler to write Unix. That's the bit I read. Oh, okay. I'm not putting my hand on my heart saying it's Yeah, true. I can't remember that bit. That's terrible. He also, read, I, he yeah, also wrote, you know, programming in C. That classic. That was Koenigan and Ritchie. Koenigan and Ritchie. But right. Koenigan kind of gets first dibs on the naming. Yeah, I and think I it's alphabetical, isn't it? Yeah, probably. I've got a K, I had two copies of K&R. One of them I ripped off the cover in order to make a piece of art out of it. So right. if you come into my lounge, and you may have seen this actually, I've got a Koenigan and Ritchie or a page of it. Oh, no, I think I've got No, not well, it is now. It's a tribute. <laughs> yeah, it's a tribute, tribute to Dennis Ritchie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've you know, taken bits out of little snippets out of Koenigan and Ritchie uh, program and see and and put it onto a little thing and paste it, and it's it's been lacquered for prosperity. Very and a lot of people come in and go, what the hell is that? Yeah. And then those that are in the know, like you, would go, huh, <laughs> and yeah. give me that sort of knowing kind of glance going, you're part of the fraternity. That's right. Because uh, geek. Because interestingly, that, that week, I think, you know, speaking, you know, the C language was really in the news because C++11 came out. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's quite, <laughs> and yeah, they had a bunch of new features that I was like, oh, okay, really? and yeah, they were still having, they were still yeah. berating all those terrible programming languages that have memory models which look after the memory for you, as opposed to you being responsible for. Yeah, I mean, look, you yeah, should take responsibility you should, for yourself. You should, this whole idea that you know, you know anyway. delicate man, um, delicate. But what I thought was, yeah. yeah, so so there was that, and then you know, somebody showed me a piece of code the other day which had a a char star 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 <laughs> four stars, and I thought. <laughs> Holy Ooh, moly! Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I want to. I want to touch that. I want to poke my eyes out <laughs> right. seeing that kind of stuff. That you know, and like Koenigan and Rich had all those sort of um, little exercises for you to do. Yeah. Which you know, and I might do the first one, and then you know, and then they get really hard really quickly. But that whole section on pointers when they get to you know multiple levels yeah, of indirection is nasty. To a pointer, to a pointer, nasty. To a point, yeah. yeah, to a character. But really, it's not really a character. It's really just another pointer. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. and actually, it's a, you know it's just a car char. So oh boy, you know. But so many languages have so much to uh, thank for themselves. For yeah, I mean, Mr. Ritchie and, and C. Java yeah. was inspired by C. Well, yeah. uh, presumably Ob- Objective-C was inspired by C. C. Yeah. I guess what I like about them is the syntax pretty, you know, Spartan. Yeah. Sparse, straightforward. Made sense. Made sense. And once you've used one... Diametrically opposed to Perl. <laughs> where the syntax made no sense at all. Totally inscrutable, yeah. as we've discussed before. I don't think even like Python, you know, I think I found that easy-ish yeah. because it kind of had many C-like constructs. Um, yep. Yeah. You know, I don't know when who, who I don't know who founded created Visual Basic, for example. If there was a single Alan Cooper, 
Really? I believe so. Really? Did he? He was a Microsofty. Yes. Well, one day when I presume he's still alive. Don't know because it's still quite a young language, and uh, unless he died of you know pancreatic cancer or something else nasty True. like that. Programmer's disease. Um, yeah, programmer's <laughs> disease. I don't think Steve Jobs is really a programmer. Mm, not really. He's more a visionary. <laughs> he was. Um, but, yeah, when, you know, Alan... What's his name again? Cooper. Cooper. Not Alan Kay. When Alan Cooper dies and passes away, will people kind of kind of lament his uh, passing due to... I'm concerned. I've seen the first sentence from, uh, from, uh, from Wikipedia looking, where it yeah. says... Widely recognised as the father of Visual Basic, which always says to me, "No one really knows." It <laughs> wasn't actually. <laughs> Doesn't say. Yeah, anything. yeah. So was Kernigan like a programmer? or Was he just a writer? Look him up, Richard. I need it to was, know. He was, a, it was, I can't spell Kernigan. Come K-E-R-N-N-I-G-A-N. on. K e r n n i g. And I don't know if there's an H, but there's an H. I'm going to go for Kernigan and Richie because that'll kind of give it some together. Yeah. Yeah. All right, C oh, programming. Here, here we go, go. Wikipedia. Again, yeah. guys, are we? We're just listen. Just, uh, just be patient. I think you really want to know this, so that next time you're in a trivia. Didn't we always promise we wouldn't do this? Well, this yeah, live, live, not live. blogging, but live, <laughs> live searching, searching, live googling. Come on, he was Richard. Canadian? Did you know he was Canadian? Than that. No, I didn't. Uh, and he worked. At, he worked at Bell Labs. Oh well, didn't they all? Oh, the good guys. Uh, he's age sixty nine. Oh, he's pretty old too. Well, not old, old. No, not old. old. I mean, it's younger than mine. And mom. he's known for Unix, Orc, Ample, Orc, Ample. Crikey, Orc. and the C programming language. I mean, Orc's another one of those inscrutable things, from my perspective. Apparently, he coined the term Unix. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's based on multics. Says the original term he coined was Unix with a C. Right, because it was a it was a uni uni version of Multics. It was a another... uniplexed information and computing service. Oh, they made that up. Well, no, I guess oh, what... which you said it was a play on Multics. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's good to know your computer history, really, isn't it? Because uh, it would come in handy one day. That's right. <laughs> Actually, this is a bit I probably found the most interesting when I was at university, rather than the actual computer science courses, was the kind of history of it all. I find oh, some of the history fascinating. books are fascinating. Oh, yeah. fa- fascinating. What's like that book that was written by? Uh, yeah, one of the original books about the Silicon uh, around Silicon Valley. He was the, he was a guy. He was he was, he was employee number eight at Apple. Uh, and one day he yeah. was offered, you know, Steve Jobs wanted to help him. I think move, they were moving garages. Really? Uh, yeah. And he said, "I could pay you cash or shares." And he said, he held out for the cash. Ah. Oh. Exactly. And you know, his mum's never let him forget it. Really? Yeah, that's really great, funny. Great little story. Oh, it's a great yeah. Is that true? Well, it's written by... It must be true. <laughs> it's in a book. Right. Yeah, well, that's far more authoritative than the internets. True. I would say. It's not, yeah. Yeah. Not like Wikipedia, so which is never... Canadian, which is actually... Um, it's a bit sad, really. Canadia. I mean, RIM's having all those problems recently, a couple of weeks ago. Well, a week ago or whenever. And I think they're the only um, sort of innovative company that I can think of that comes out of Canada. Oh, what about Nortel Networks? Well, they're dead too, right? Yeah, I mean, they're well, dead ages they ago. The so swi- they probably built the switches that Rimman put me to. Yeah, oh, you're right, yeah. yeah. And I was talking to a, a colleague of mine who's Canadian, yeah. and, and he also said, oh, yeah, Rim, I mean, what happens when they die? Because Nortel's already gone. off. like, well, it's an innovator's dilemma, really, isn't it? I mean, exactly. they just tried to ride that buttoned smartphone to the, to the you know, to the death, to, you know, eke out all, all the... Um, all the profit margin, and they didn't bother to innovate. Yeah. Shame Maybe. on them, I say. They just Maybe. got what they deserved. 
Well, I mean, are you going to buy a phone with a you know a real keyboard ever again? No. No. Well, when you say ever again, <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. They could come back in vogue, like bell bottoms. Yeah, you know, you know, and everyone's wearing those nowadays. I just don't think I, you know. I never typed enough on my device to ever warrant having anything other than a minimum number of you know keys that were yeah. required to make phone calls. Because I never had a before the smartphone. I only ever had a phone that had just a numeric keypad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was the same. Which I'm way far. I'm way faster at texting on that than I am with a normal virtual yeah. keypad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It slowed me. I make probably more mistakes now. Actually, I think. Yeah, what predictive text from Nokia, or whoever invented that, that was fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic technology. Well, you won't have to soon, you just talk to your phone. Yeah, talk I could do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I want it. I, want it. I don't well, think they're releasing that I, thing till next year or something in New Zealand. Yeah, they're still trying to train it how to speak Kiwi. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah. I, I was thinking, you know, because, you know, it pretty much does, you know, the idea is you tell it what you want done and it, it does it. So I'm looking forward to that being, you know, integrated into games. Right, I'll be like you know, shoot, shoot everything, just shoot yeah. everything, and kill them, kill them headshots, all. kill them all. Well, I, I will clarify. I will probably qualify that. All the enemies, kill all the not enemies. my yeah. own team. And, and you know, hopefully, I'll just do that. Yeah, yeah. it'd be so, kind of boring though. I probably would. You know, like, write my report for me and draw make me it really, a, really cool. Draw me a cool picture, <laughs> and put architecture on it, and you know, make it nice colors. Yeah. You could do that. I, I read, so, I read yeah. something, like, you know, some of these things backfire. So apparently, uh, I, read, I don't know whether this is true. Yeah. It was on the internet, so, so it could be true. Could uh, that, you know, if you say something like, you know, call me master. It, uh, it does. We will call you right. master, but it'll also update your contact card. Oh, your yes. Name, your yes. name is master. Master. So the next yeah. time you share that contact, they'll think your name's master. So it kind of backfires. <sighs> well, so it's not a hidden field in your contacts? It's... What? Oh, you want... Nickname, nickname. I, I actually, well, it assumes that what you're saying to it is actually, sorry, my name is actually. I put some slightly personal information under my own contacts thing. Do you? Yeah. Like, you know, IRD number and things like that. Hmm. I don't put passwords. You've got that under last pass, I see. I have now, I have actually, but I also happen to have it in my contact things. You're saying if I share that with you, you would see that, that information? I, I would only want to share the bare minimum personal information with other How's people. How's it supposed to know? It could ask. It could be a little feature where I could lock it and say, lock these items, only share these True. ones. True, You know, that would be but user-centric, Richard. As opposed to a sort of Facebook approach, which is... Yeah, presuming, just share everything. Hey, if, share if somebody else knew your IR number, they, they feel like they knew you better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, who do you reckon's got the fastest cloud in the world? Uh, Amazon. Wrong. Who? Try again. Microsoft. Yes, apparently. Uh, How do you measure cloud speed? Ah, uh, you... Miles Brown? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not too sure actually. Maybe I don't know if it was like computations per, okay. you know, second or. So, so if I've got like a, if I've got like an iCloud account, can I say that I want to go Azure, which is Microsoft? Don't think so. Uh, no, they, they should have meters. I, I never thought of that as being like a sales feature. It's like hey, our cloud's faster than theirs. But apparently, uh, I don't know who did this, but I saw this on Ars Technica a few weeks ago. Is this computing speed you're talking about? Or oh, like I have no idea. I, it's probably a combo. It's probably a combo. It's probably like one of those mixed sort of hybrid things, oh, like you okay. know they do for PCs and Macs, yeah, where yeah. they run some memory tests, some I/O tests, and some computational tests. Right. I'm I'm sure it's kind of like the average use case for the cloud, whatever that might whatever be. Whatever that might be, might yeah. Be, yeah. So you know, a little bit of um, you know cloud storage, a little bit of cloud computation. Uh, what else do you do? Clouds. Um, Talk about them. Talk about them. Yeah, no, so apparently Microsoft's Azure 
Which is, clearly has the best name. I mean, yeah. if you ask me, the marketing guy's actually got something right with Microsoft for once. Yeah. But yeah, Azure is apparently f- faster than um, Google and Amazon. I, I don't know what came second or third. But it's one of those examples where, yeah. you know... Um, meaningless. The, meaningless. Em- the empty bus is the fastest bus on the road. Is it just fast because nobody else is using it? See, interesting that you said that, because when you started talking about it, I thought you were talking like bus architectures. And I was oh, thinking I of computer, and I thought, yeah. wow, so yeah, a bus Service that doesn't bus. have any more data yeah. on it would yeah. be fast... Which would be the case, wouldn't it? Diesel bus things. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, Is it really? Is that true, the emptiest bus? Well, you know what I mean? Because if the the service is lightly loaded, it's going to perform better, right? It's got no one to drop off. For all the parallelism in the world. Right. You you, you would argue that you would probably build your system to run at 60%. And if if you've scaled and you're ready, but there's only 20% on it, it's going to go faster. It's the whole reason, like... Telecom XT data network was so fast for a long time. No one was using it. Nobody in their right mind would use it. So those people of us that were using it was like, damn, it's fast. So you're basically saying that Microsoft is is not really getting much loving from people. We implore people to start using that cloud. I think Amazon has probably the mind share. Mm, in terms of yeah, yeah, in terms sure. of the little guy, maybe not yeah, in terms yeah. of the guy. But oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In terms of like EC2 and S3 and stuff. Because Microsoft does have a bit of a history of like giving things a go and then if they don't work out, just ditching them and sort of overnight. I think from everything Zoom on, plays for sure. You know. <laughs> yeah, would Yeah, but th- we're talking enterprise space stuff here now, and I reckon which they're not famous for. No, well, they any, sell any more uh, than Apple is. Well, no, oh, we, they're, okay. they're they're famous they Apple make is, most yeah. of their money from retailing. You know, huge Office. licensing de- deals to government and to enterprises. So that's where their cash cow is. I don't. I think this is where they're going. Aussie, what's his name? Ray Aussie. Mm. I mean, he he was pushing them hard into the cloud. Hard, Richard. So I, I'm. Well, they didn't want to miss the bus again. <laughs> well, yes, the lightly loaded. Because Rim missed their bus. They did. Yeah, their yeah, data was missing. Their bus right. left, right, and center. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay. And maybe off topic. Well, not really off topic, but just kind of veering back to an old topic, which was um, I was thinking when I, when Steve Jobs passed away, I was pretty chatty. I was actually thinking I was getting a bit nostalgic and thinking about like when I first started using Apple stuff. And it was when I was at high school, Richard. Uh, yeah, it was high school. And we had like an Apple II lab, computer lab. Right. And I remember I spent way too much time there, you know, before school, during school, lunch times, playtime, or whatever the mm-hmm. intermissions were called. Uh, after school, evenings, all that kind of stuff. Weekends sometimes. We'd actually get the, the key to the computer room from the, uh, from the teacher. Did you used to do stuff like that? You you were nerdy too. You used to do that, eh? No. Oh, because you had a computer at home. I had a computer at home, yeah. So we, you know, I, this was before I had a computer at home. So me and my friend, one of my, my best friends from high school, we used to, yeah, go get the. Because what was your first computer at home? Uh, BBC Micro B Model okay. B. Yeah. yeah, wow. It was the only computer I had until I left home. Right. And then, uh, then I think the next computer I owned was like this a Windows PC thing, mm-hmm. and then after that I got a Mac. I haven't looked back. You haven't looked back. Yeah, but no, my friend, we used to go to um, this place in Lower Hutt, so I have to catch this bus over the hill in order to access you software. You diesel bus again. Yep, yeah, probably, bus, probably yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. Well, lightly loaded on the weekend. <laughs> and we'd meet up with other Apple computer sort of kids yeah. and swap software. That was really the beginning of software pri- your piracy. Story, your story is so like you know, Jobs and Wozniak. But, <laughs> no, but it what, didn't. Yeah. It didn't really take off in the same path. No, really, no, not really. No, you, you so, were just happy to consume, not to. Create. Yeah, we we were not creators. No, yeah. we were consumers, and we would. Well, what did you do all that time? You were in there. You were, were you writing programs? I was actually. Yeah, no. Um, 
we didn't have a lot of access to games, so right. we used to like program and kind of make up our own games. So the the one that my friend always reminds me about uh, is after we went. Well, I don't know if he saw it with me, but we both had seen this film, uh, War Games. Yep. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, yep. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I came back after seeing that in the holidays, and I came back to school. And I said, Craig. I'm going to write global thermonuclear warfare oh, and just sort of like pro- started programming. And What's it was in, it was in basic, uh, you know, whatever, you Apple yeah. soft basic at that yeah. stage. Yeah. And just, you know, re- basically wrote a program that had lots and lots of menus where you would select, you know, what type of weaponry and stuff. Yeah. You to. And, and of course it was rather difficult because I actually knew very little about thermonuclear warfare back in right. those days. Yeah. Uh, a lot less than I know now, actually. So it was quite difficult to kind of program in the kind of, you know, the, the, the sort of research and the, the context that you need. So I, I'd go and get books out from the library about nuclear weapons and things uh, <laughs> in order to sort of, you know, put the right items into your right. menus, like, you know, Pershing missiles, oh, yeah. Minuteman missiles. What are they, yeah. they right back to? Is that back to tape or is that to disc? No, we had, distro- we had a floppy, five and a quarter inch five floppy disk. Yeah. So what was, re- back in those days, Rand, we used to have to, you know, buy floppy disks from... And they were expensive. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we, our, the, the, the teacher who was a mathematics teacher, he ran a computer lab, uh, and Mr. Woodward. Yeah. He's a good dude, actually. And we, you know, he... he would supply us with discs, but we'd have to buy them. I don't know how much they costed, but they, it was expensive by yeah. any means. Uh, and I don't know, what can you store on a five and a quarter inch floppy drive, floppy disk? I can't even remember. Three, but not a lot. 360K, yeah. I think. Because so, I, I remember the three and a half, so yeah. 720, yep. it was double-sided, double density, yep. it was yep. 1.44. So everyone would buy these discs, mm-hmm. and then they'd put um, Apple DOS onto them, the given yep. format, so you right, boot yep. them up. So everyone had their own little boot disk, yeah. and occasionally, you know, the, the drive mechanism would completely mulch the dr- the disc that's right yeah and stuff yeah but their whole life was obsessed around acquiring apple software that we could run on these um apple 2e's at school and you know you'd you'd run at, as soon as the bill would go off you'd run to this computer room which was like this little closet literally no bigger than this room that we're in okay um but more oddly shaped and all the senior kids because you know we were, we were doing this um from first year of high school third yep. form and of course, the other, the older school kids would obviously kind of push. You know, you know, there's always bullies in life, yeah, Richard. Well, and it's I, a and I, order. It's there a is a picking order. order. Yeah. And we used to get bullied. I used to get bullied. Yeah. You know, by the big, by the older, tougher computer kids who obviously had more floppy disks than I did as right. well. So right. I, yeah, it just brought back all these nostalgic memories wow. because I, I hadn't really thought back one about of my, that. One of my very early uh, computer experiences was an Apple IIe as well. Yeah. Um, because uh, a friend of mine, um, their parent, his parents, uh, they were teachers. Right. And of course, you know, Apple always kind of bigger in the yeah. education sector, so yeah, they brought it home uh, one summer wow. holiday because they were expensive devices, right? You don't want to leave them lying around colleges, they might get nicked. Um, Gee, we and did, so, and we lived in Wanyamata. Yeah. <laughs> well, most people wouldn't recognise what they were. <laughs> no, um, probably not. Um, yeah, and so yeah. they were playing, I think, like that parachute. Parachute game. game. Yeah, uh, what game. was that? Parachute. Choplifter. Choplifter. Yeah. 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 Oh, did you ever play Karateka? No. Oh man. I'm pretty much an exclusive Choplifter. Right. Oh man. I played this game yeah, Karateka, yeah. which you know, because I'm Asian and stuff. Like, yeah. I like martial arts, so we used to play that obsessively. Right. And and I remember um, someone had told my mum that they could maybe get, sell us a, an Apple II 
like a clone. It was like a clone. I'm okay. sure it was a clone, or maybe yeah. it was a legit one. And and I was like, the the notion of being able to like play karateka at home, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and actually, it's a pretty lame game now. But when I think back to it, of course, yeah, yeah they all were. They, they all were, were. and they're massive load times because all for bloody floppy drives. We didn't have hard drives. I don't know if we ever had hard drives on those apples. Yeah, fair. I don't know. If, did they make hard drives? Do you remember? Like, you, yeah. you used to get like magazines, and they'd be like. Yeah, source code. Yes, you type, type it in. Type that yeah, in. creative yeah, computing. Save, it, save it to your tape drive. If you had a tape yeah. drive. I've still got some creative computing magazines at home. Oh, I yeah. keep them as a as a thing. Uh, just to finish off the uh, global thermonuclear warfare oh, story. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I just that because uh, well, I started to learn Pascal at some point. UCSD Pascal, mm-hmm. and so I thought rewrite global thermonuclear warfare in Pascal. Never happened. You never quite got that far with right. that. Which just kind of, I think made me realise that Pascal, you know, wasn't so good for that. Okay. Just writing and, crap. And I think we've had this discussed before, so these days you'd write it in, in Python? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, that's it's not going to happen either, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, yeah. But I remember actually, finally, there was a class we did where you actually had, we had to teach some other kids how to build some like interactive storytelling thing. And I can't remember yeah. what the software was, using apples. So it was actually like a really fulfilling... Um, mm-hmm experience it was english as a second language for these kids yeah and we we're teaching them how to like use this apple software so to basic as a third language yeah yeah logo did you use logo oh yeah it was kind of cool because you could do this really cool recursive programming things which yeah. was really hard to do i think without it and it was you could do some really sophisticated stuff yeah like you know print fractals. out the fibonacci series and fractals and all sorts of Cool little things with that. Uh, with that. Was it Turtle or Terrapin graphics? Yeah. Like cool stuff. I don't think that did it for me. Yeah. yeah. The closest I've ever come to advanced graphics, frankly. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True, true, true. So there you go. Well, I just, 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 you know. I always remember, um, I think there was somebody that said that, um, you know, if you learned to program in basic, yeah. uh, you were more or less lost. Wrecked. Wrecked. <laughs> wrecked for the rest of <laughs> Lost to the programming fraternity because you, you'd never recover. But yeah, you, know, you started in basic. I, I, I believe, started in basic. I don't believe that. You know, I used. Uh, yeah, AppleSoft Basic, and then it was BBC Micro Basic. Yeah, and I used Amiga um, Basic. Amiga Basic. I, I think you learn a you learn a lot of anti patterns. Yeah. Uh, I remember one holiday job uh, that I one of the first holiday jobs I had, and they actually asked me. Um, it wasn't really an interview, but they sort of asked me, "Oh, you know, have have you used PCs before?" And of course, I'm being very naive at that stage. It's like, of course, I've used personal computers, meaning you know, apples. Yeah, yeah. They were, they are the personal computer. <laughs> and then, kind of being confronted with like, uh, you know, MS DOS, right? A machine, you know, and I, oh, I think it was a Compaq actually, yeah. but it was running MS DOS, and I was like, holy crap, what is this? <laughs> and this command line thing, and having yeah. to learn from them. And they had manuals back in those days. They did. Big wirebound. Yeah, wirebound. Yeah. You don't get that anymore, which yeah. gives you all the command line stuff. Yep. And, you know, and using MS uh, Basic, I guess. I guess it yep. was, yeah. Yep. And applying so, and being really bad at programming and just using a lot of go... No, I don't think I used go-tos, a lot of go-subs. Go-subs. Because okay. Well, it was. Probably not the way I was using it, though. Using it like yeah. a go-to. Yeah, yeah, like go-to. Yeah, probably. Yeah, very much like that. Um, but you know, it wasn't. You don't have very good modular programming or um, no. capabilities in the old basics, right? Uh, so yeah, learn a lot of bad habits, yeah. which probably plagued me to this day. So I'm not a programmer anymore. So True. What does it matter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember doing go tos. 
See, the program, well, it was very efficient, you know, go to, go to label, not go to label. Oh, yeah, well, hey, I was all into go to labels, Richard, yeah, I mean, thank you, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah In which yeah. case, it is just a function call, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're synthesising, you know, modular. You know what really wrecks you? What's that? And I don't know if, because um, we both used to work for an evil, large global consulting company many right. years back, but when I started, I had to learn COBOL, uh. and... Did, I don't know, did you have to learn No, we moved on, we learned C. C, oh, which you already knew, which so it wasn't really learned. But it, you, you'd use some sort of bastardised framework that you had to... The, the neat thing into. about that, though, you know, for, for me, it was like, yeah. okay, so you have to learn C. Hey, I know C. Yeah. <laughs> Not like this, you don't. But uh, you've you got to help teach these other people oh. C because, you know, they're history majors. Yes. Right, cool. Yeah, that... why, why are we making them... Pro- uh, don't don't ask. Just to don't. prove that programming is really not that hard, I think was probably the uh, yeah. Yeah, or that, that that the world needs more bad programmers. That's right. Yeah, uh, that was that's difficult, isn't it? I mean, I had to help people when I was at university with programming assignments yeah. and stuff, and that was horrible. Now, yeah. there's nothing worse than that teaching someone who's graduated. Uh, from university, who, as you say, is a history major or an art, because they've got a degree, so that makes yeah. them, you know, naturally intelligent. Yeah. Uh, and having to teach them something that is quite foreign, and seeing people almost break down in tears. Yeah. Yeah. Because what's they, worse? They were arguably hired to do something completely different. That's right. It's like, ah, why am I doing this? Yeah. But so you can then imagine, Richard, the the Cobalt. utter the yeah. utter distress of being a computer science major. Yeah. And you know, priding himself on knowing some. You know, modern at that time, modern programming languages which had, you know, good features. Uh, you know, so I learnt C. I didn't do C plus plus, but it was C and um, Modular two. Modular two, yeah. You know, and Pascal, uh, and then being, you know, told you have to learn COBOL. Now I don't, I can't even remember. This is how much I've blocked it out. I don't even know if COBOL even has like it has go tos and stuff like that and subroutines and stuff. But the, it's worse than basic. COBOL, I would say, is worse than basic. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone disagrees. Yeah. yeah, so you know, I don't. Those people that say that you're wrecked once you have to learn basic, well, they yeah. they are not even thinking about set you up for Pobol. set you up for COBOL. COBOL, yeah. yeah, or Fortran. Fortran's probably not so bad. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't learn either of them. Gee, you're lucky. You kind of like pure, Richard. I know. C plus plus in Java. Yeah, I don't know about C plus plus. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that about that being pure. I mean, pure absurdity. I, yeah, craziness. I did C plus plus. You know, I wasn't at all excited by the C plus plus eleven. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to yeah. go back there. You know, I remember when I was at university and, and the kids in the class, because we really were just kids back then. That's right. Yeah, and the kids are going, "Hey, there's a C plus plus coming out. Are we going to learn C plus plus?" And the lecturers saying, "Shut up about the C plus plus. You're going to learn C. Yeah, or you know, or you learn modular two. It's object oriented." I think it was. Jeez, I can't remember. Well, two Module 2 is. Module 2 is. Module 2 is. Yeah. No, C's not. No. <laughs> yeah. It's fast, though. It's fast. Efficient. Yeah. Obscure. Yeah. Start, 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 start. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, but I remember this funny that lecture is just telling us, and, it's, and we're no different now, like when some new program, I remember when Java came out, and all I wanted to do when I was working in this company was get onto a Java project. Yeah. And I tried desperately to get onto a Java project, and I couldn't, and the, pro, you know, the, the partner or program lead was sort of saying, well, have you done any Java program? Well, clearly not, because it's just come out, <laughs> that's why I want to do this project, yeah. to get some experience. Well, sorry, Richard, you know, these other people have done, they've looked at the Java, what, you know, green pages, white pages, papers, yeah. and they've obviously done some rudimentary bit of Java, and, you know, 
sorry, you can't be on this project. And I was crestfallen. I was gutted, Richard. Yeah. But it was, it's no different now. We just want the latest, greatest. That's right. <laughs> Ironically, perfect. I was the other way around. Because, you know, my first Java programming uh, project was, was actually the project uh, you were leading. Um, <laughs> oh, that would have been and, awful. And I really didn't want to get on that because yeah. I thought Java yeah. was a crock. <laughs> and now look at you. And now look at me. You, you, everything's, you yeah. do this be Java, I know, it's it? tragic, isn't it? Yeah. That's because yeah. I'm, I think I'm getting lazy. I think yeah. you're lazy when you think, you know, it's like, you know, Scala. <laughs> Scala. Scala, Scala. <laughs> Who you talk to? Yeah. Uh, you know, I've got the... Um, to be more of a, I don't even know what that looks like, Richard. What does it look well, like? Well, it looks a bit like Java, and it's... Well, it runs on the JVM, but it's, does it? it's more okay. parallelism. What's, what's special? Oh, parallelism. Yeah. We I'm can't like, even do things sequentially, Richard. I, I don't know exactly. why we're yeah. worrying about parallelism. I'm not good at parallelism. Let computers do that for you. Yeah. Just, just, just tell Siri or the cloud. Yeah. Do this, 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 and this. Make and that I parallel. Yeah, and I don't even fast. care what order. Yeah. Just do it. In fact, write that code for me. Yeah. See, this is really the beginnings of Skynet. Yeah, do my job. Do my, yeah, basically. And think for me, think. because we're too lazy. But, I, but I'd be happy with that. I, mm. I, there's plenty of things we've talked about this before that I want the... What? what? Think for me? Yeah, well, do things that I find boring. Right. Like washing. Yeah. And putting the children to bed. <laughs> you know? Okay. You know... Any, actually, kind of, any kind of social contact. <laughs> actually, Phone, go out, meet up with my friends. Make sure they love me. Uh, no, look, I'm, some of those things are fun. Okay. The once a month meetups for uh, land, land gaming. Yeah. Counter Strike. I enjoy that. I don't yeah. want a computer tap. See, see I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, uh, I don't want voice activation for that, Richard. Right. You've just really taken it too far. I, I always want to be in control of that. You know? Really? Yeah. You wouldn't want to say, you know, yeah. like, shoot Taurus, shoot Taurus. No, no. Kill Taurus. <laughs> yeah, because. Taurus is one of the, uh, our teammates yeah. who's too good. Yeah. He's an idiot savant, actually. He's actually quite a latecomer, too, to the game. I don't know why he's so good. And he's also our age, well, your age, because yeah. you're younger than me. So, you know, slower reflexes. Is well, that what you're saying? Are we, uh, is that what, what's the way uh, That's what I'm saying. I'm actually saying that he has no right to be as good as he is right. because he's better than some of the young kids, some of the up and coming, you know, some, uh, some of the new kids on the block. Well, yeah, it's always a combination of, you know, natural talent. Uh, no, I, I don't believe in that. You don't believe in natural talent? I, well, not when it comes to Twitch games like Counter-Strike. Oh, I, I where, think there is. Yeah, I, I think you know any because you know any, most things are based on you know lightning fast reflexes. You know whether you play soccer or rugby or uh, Twitch games, um, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all based on how fast you can you know, respond. Muscle memory, muscle memory, muscle memory, and you know, I don't know if that's strategy. Yeah, you know, I think strategy, some yeah. of it's strategy. Yeah. So what you're saying that I lack both muscle memory and strategy. Correct. In my gameplay, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you got a, you got a little screen. You do a, you do a lot of talking. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> do you do a lot of talking? No, so you're not that focused. Yeah, uh, you notice he doesn't no. talk a lot. Yeah, uh, he's pretty. Quiet. No, he doesn't. He actually often tells me he to let, shut up. He lets his gun do the talking. Ah, yeah. well, there you go. Whereas you and I, we talk. We talk a Constantly, lot. Yeah, and I order pizza. Yeah, true. That's really awkward. Anyway, oh, I'm going to try. That's an, that's some incredible you insight, you Richard. Could not do it. Um, next time I'm going to focus. focus. Yeah, like yeah. a zen-like. That's right, Steve Jobs. I'm going to channel Steve Jobs. Okay. Yeah, because you he was good at gaming. If he wa- Richard, if he wanted to be, yeah. he was a quick study by all accounts, right. and he would he, he would have been all over that. I think it would have uh, probably oh, upset yeah, his Zen sensibilities. Though. Yeah, I was reading this thing. Sorry, to, yeah. it just reminded me of this. You know, quick reminded me of one of his quick wits. Um, uh, I was reading about Dropbox. So Dropbox, is obviously, it. What? This is weird because I was actually going to ask about Dropbox today. Really? Yeah. In what way? Well, just you know, you using it much? 
I'm, I'm using right. a lot now. But what I, what I loved was... Because uh, so they tried to buy them. So, so they, yeah. they tried to buy them. And, uh, Dropbox tried to buy Apple, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're, they're obviously... I think they're going towards an IPO and they're valued in the billions of dollars, whatever it is. Whatever. Ridiculous. You know, apparently what Steve... So Steve Jobs you know, had a discussion yeah. with this guy and he said, he said... He shook his hand, smiled warmly. Yeah. That was a bit I didn't believe. I'm not sure he smiled <laughs> warmly. But anyway, uh, and said... You're not a product. You're just a feature. feature. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. In some ways, that's true. It's I, like, yeah. You just, you know, you're cloud-based storage. That's, that's not a product. Yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's it, just something you always should do. I, I'm inclined to agree because, yeah. um, like, I use, I've been using uh, Dropbox yeah. and Box.net and Google Docs. Yeah. And I just use them to store crap in the cloud. Yeah. And the only reason why I use one or the other is a little bit of convenience and capacity. Box.net just offered me 50 gig lifetime capacity. I'm like, I'm having some of that. And frankly, if they could just do the file system level operating system integration to FileSync, then I would not even be using Dropbox. Right. Um, I use the Google... I don't know how much I get from Google Docs, but I use that just to store arbitrary files to, yeah. to share around. See, I, yeah. I've got Dropbox, and on my machines I've been slowly going around disabling it. Re- See, I'm, I'm about to start going around re enabling it. I haven't uninstalled Dropbox because yeah. um, you know, other people use it to share stuff with me, so right. I'd like to be able to share it, but the thought of it running continuously, not, not interested in it. Yeah, anything. but it, it's only just syncing up and having a chat to the server and going, Yeah, but it's, it's not the only one I've got, because I've, I've got Jungle Disk. Oh, right. And I also, yeah. I, think, I think I haven't managed to eradicate Live Mesh yet. I've, so I've just, eradicated so that. So I think, I think yeah. the problem is, you know, in, in Windows Explorer, there's so many um, so many hooks into the Explorer yeah. trying to show their own little icons of ticks or needing to sync. Yeah. They're just falling all over each other. So I, is I, it I, re- I, I simplify my life. Are you actually finding issues under Windows with Dropbox, or are you just imagining? Sometimes, no, sometimes I'm, no, I'm not picking on Dropbox. I think it's the combination of all those different things right. that are trying to decorate the icons with their little... Synchronization. Well, well, maybe Mac does it better because it works pretty okay. I've had no issues, no issues, Richard. Knock on for Micah here. Uh, and I, I'm actually with, with with Dropbox and Live Mesh and no, Food. I got I got rid of Live Mesh. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. problem is that I've got three. I'm completely yeah. dependent on Jungle Disk, so I can't disable them. Right, You're using but, that for backups, right? So. I mean, no, I'm using that for documents that I actually care about. I don't trust. Dropbox actually securely store anything because no, well, no, they, they don't. I wouldn't trust that for anything that's <laughs> so not all my all my business stuff and all my you know, yeah. private stuff is all encrypted on my hard drive and pushed on jungle. Yeah. Um, and so I'm depending on that, and it's like, well, that's good enough for me. I don't actually share files that much with other no. people anyway. So I'm I'm only doing it to back up stuff that I want to have available to me anywhere. So yeah. like my LastPass encrypted vault, I push out there to multiple cloud places. I'm, I'm, not, I'm unafraid to do that. I'm brazen, in fact, Richard, yeah. because I know that it's already encrypted. Uh, and I've Dropbox encrypted again, then even better. But the encryption, as you've said, is... Well, it's secure as long as they don't give away the key yeah. or they don't um, disable authentication on yeah. the accounts. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, so, otherwise it's good. So I've been trying to invite people to Dropbox because I want to get some extra storage and I don't want to have to pay for it. Right. And, you know, there's that 250 megabytes free. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of invited myself to a couple of other email addresses I have. Right. Don't seem to be getting the love from Dropbox. I really? wonder if they're on to that. You out. I wonder if they're going, hey, you're those people you're inviting, you've got the same first name, last name. 
uh, as you. So wow, you're pretty smart. You, you really tried to... Uh... <laughs> well, no, I thought it wouldn't be that clever. I, I'm hoping that maybe it just hasn't registered it, and maybe after 24 hours or something it'll well, grant I, me. I think, don't they kind of require that other person to actually... Yeah, I, I did. No, no, I did. I did. I, so I actually did. Well, I haven't put any files in there, but I uh, activated an account. Right. So I figure, if anything, I've now got six gig just scattered across three different accounts. Right, okay. So that, that's... I'm like raiding my yeah. Dropbox... Yeah, there's something tragic about that. Yeah. Yeah. How much are you saving through this effort? Well, I don't know. Ten dollars <laughs> a month. That's a lot of money. Oh, okay. And in fact, I'm not even. I'm using like 04 percent of two gigs. So I don't even. It's See, just I, that I, I'm hoarding. I'm I hoarding. Pay, I pay for my jungle disk. Well, that's good for you. Yeah. I, I, How much I, you I often get a bill for thirty yeah. cents, thirty-five cents. Really? Is that all? Yeah. Well, there's, sorry, there's three dollars a month. That's just oh. the flat access fee, but. You only pay for the storage you use, and because it's Amazon pricing. Yeah. So that three dollars a month, man. That. Yeah. that I could probably not, afford it's not that. It's the fastest cloud in the world. Is that US dollars or is that NZ dollars? That's well, in cents, but yeah, it's in US cents. So three, that's three dollars turns into like fourteen. Oh, the three dollars. Three dollars yeah, uh, US dollars. That's in US dollars. Yeah, so. You know, the exchange rate is pretty good. Maybe I could actually dollars. do that. But you're saying it's slow as, and it's not guaranteed availability. That's a bit of an issue. What Amazon? Yeah, I thought you said it wasn't guaranteed availability. They can't guarantee that your storage will be online when you want it. Or Never seen that. Yes, you did. It no, was like I didn't. it was like the very first or even second episode of the Ministry of Geek Richard. That's like ninety nine point nine nine. You said well, it wasn't it something like we can't one. guarantee that the data you stored there will be there. I'm going to go have to go back to the archives, Richard. Okay, but you made some outrageous claim about. Uh, well, okay, so yeah, it's stored on Am- it's stored on the Amazon cloud. Yeah, so, you know, yes, ninety nine point nine nine. I think it is or nine nine five. So it's it's reasonably should be good. there. Um, you could probably upgrade to the ninety nine point nine 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 if you. That's the thing, but let's not forget it's synced onto your disk. So your disk, your own disk, has a certain amount. I don't trust that. I, I'm not saying you should. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just saying that. Uh, yeah. What you think? Dropbox has got a high level of redundancy. Well, it uses S three as well to back its. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. So now we're pretty much stuck <laughs> so everywhere. Say, yeah. Hey, can you believe Box.net giving you fifty gigabytes of storage lifetime? I don't know how they don't go out of business. Well, I, yep. I assume that what they what they're doing is saying, "Well, look, Dropbox two billion dollar valuation. If we can just get enough VP funding, yeah, uh, we'll be even bigger to get to the point where we can go to market, make a make a buck, and then abandon." Yeah, because that's I mean that's what they're saying. You know, it's just a commodity, though, Rich. I is. mean, I, I can't understand why why it has such a big valuation. You know, I think because possibly people are becoming vaguely more aware of actually backing up their data. Yeah, but so, then you're better off probably using a proper cloud backup so, uh, service like a Carbonite or yeah, some but of those think, other ones. Yeah, I think it's inaccessible to a lot of people. A lot of people don't really know. And Dropbox is better? Well, like, like, so Dropbox, I just like, go and stick some files in there. Everywhere you go, it's like Dropbox, Dropbox, yeah, Dropbox. I guess so. It's like, you know. My photos go up there. But you have to actually upload your photos and stuff like that. Oh. Well, no, you could just drop it into a folder. Oh, you could drop it in the folder, but then that's outside of where I normally keep my photos. Yeah, I'm not saying you're the kind of person that they're trying to appeal to. <laughs> The Uber nerd that doesn't want to pay. <laughs> well, no, because I'm going to just go creating more and more Dropbox. More and more Dropbox. And I, and I, until yeah, I fill them up. I could do that. Yeah. So you're not going yeah. to pay for the iCloud then? Well, i got five gigabytes there, Richard. How much more am I possibly going to no, so need? you got five there, you got six on Dropbox. <laughs> exactly. 50 on Box.net. I don't know how much you get from Google. It must be at least a gig. Yeah, you don't get a lot from Google. They're really mingy when it comes to cloud storage. Yeah. They should maybe like outsource it to Amazon S3, I think. True. Get, it, get a bit cheaper. True. Yeah. So, no, I, I just I just feel like I, I should be going back to the cloud, Richard. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of inspired. It's, kind of, it's a bit kind of etherish. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as long as I'm putting stuff out there that I don't really care about, 
as in if anyone looks Family at it. Family photos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't really... Think, well, I, I didn't put any photos out there yet. Yeah. Um, and I just put, like, notes, yeah. things that I don't really care about. Your, uh, uh, your last pass wallet, that's out there. That's encrypted, Richard. Uh, it's <laughs> encrypted. I have... Look, if NSA wants it, they can have it. Because, frankly, what are they going to want to spend time, <laughs> CPU cycles on that to create? I'd give it to, I'd give it to anyone. I challenge you. I reckon they create it just, just to piss you off. <laughs> well... They could be spiteful like that, but I think they've got better things to do. I was going to say trying to catch Osama bin Laden, but I think he's already been caught, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you read that thing? We hear about how those reapers and predators, how they got a virus? Like the. Oh, yeah, I saw some of the early stuff. Doesn't that seem kind of concerning to you? Well, it's part of Skynet, isn't it? Not real Skynet. (laughs) Nice. Was Skynet malware by definition? Yeah. Like the biggest. It doesn't start off as malware. Nobody. I was going to say nobody builds malware. Just, <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. Yeah. I think Skynet, by definition, was malware. Yeah. Uh, well, affected by malware. No, it wasn't, was it? I don't know. No. No, it became sentient. It became self-aware. It didn't get infected by something else to become malware, Richard. Right. Crikey. Oh, I've never had code that's become self-aware. <laughs> we obviously or don't. Or particularly useful. If you wrote it in Scala a little bit more, maybe it would be. A bit more parallelism. Yeah, parallelism. A bit more Hadoop. Yeah. A bit more Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> what? The databases, aren't they? <laughs> it's a logic well, cloud. Well, K- K- Cassandra 1.0 just released today, apparently. Really? Yeah. Ah, so what has Facebook been using, like 0.9 or something? Betas? Oh, well, you know. They, 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 they once it gets, anyway. donated, once it gets it. donated to Apache, it goes into the incubator and it, it goes back in time. Yeah. It goes back to 0.9 until... <laughs> What was I talking about, Richard? I was talking about something of great importance. Skynet. Before that. Ah, oh, viruses. Um, yeah, Predator, Reaper. Predator, yeah. So, yeah. so like, the US government, their whole control system, I th- um, I, from what I've heard about this and read about it, did a bit of research, because I'm really into this kind of stuff, like, after that, mm-hmm. stuck, stuck, net. Crikey, it's hard to say. Um, but, yeah, the control systems got uh, infected, and I think they're running Windows, I don't know if they're running Windows 7, Vista, or um, or XP, or whatever, yeah. or 98. But they're running um, some f- version of Windows, and they got uh, yeah, infected by uh, what was originally reported as a keylogger, incorrectly, apparently. Mm. I think yeah, Wired broke the story. Uh, but then I heard, no, 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 it wasn't a keylogger. It was a credential stealer. And I thought, oh, that's <laughs> like that's not as bad. That's <laughs> you're telling me that's not worse. Isn't that what a keylogger is? Uh, well, a keylogger just catches. Well, I know, it's yeah, but, but but, but, but like, so. why would you want to have a credential stealer? I wouldn't like to have a credential stealer lurking around in my. So it's like, oh gosh, yeah, no, that's not nearly as bad, is it? Uh, yeah. Was there any commentary about with a with a using antivirus? Which one? Uh, Microsoft Security Essentials. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, no, I didn't get to that part. Of it. I kind of got bored after that. My okay. ADHD kicked in, and and I just thought, hey, that would be a really interesting thing to talk about to Richard on the Ministry of Geek because yeah. normally we'd talk about that at lunchtime, but we don't do that anymore. No, no. So yeah, no. That, that's just a crazy, crazy, crazy. It's kind of scary. Given yeah, that they fly around with hellfire and, and yeah, and killing and shooting people. Yeah, you know, it's like getting a virus in, say, you know, my car. Yeah. I'm not. That would be bad. This coincided, I think, as well with the. I think for the first time, a predator killed a U.S. citizen. No, I did not know about that. Yeah. Really? By so, accident or in, no, 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 intentionally? No, no, uh, so, so they, they, yeah, it was in Pakistan, I think. So well, it was, was a US, that, it was a US national. Was a US national like part of Al Qaeda or something? Or doesn't a matter. Terrorist? Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> what, well, no, no, it doesn't. Because legally, legally, you're not uh, allowed you, to. Uh, you cannot have state sponsored 
uh, assassinations legally in, in most Western democracies. Yeah, true, correct. So this is in Pakistan. So, it's not a Western so, country, though. Right? Yeah, but but the person flying it was based in the US. Okay, it was a yep. US citizen. Right? So yeah. it is state-sponsored assassination. It doesn't matter where those people are. Wait a sec. A US national killed another US national on... And another country. I, I don't think I want to go on with this, because <laughs> this might attract the attention of the NSA, and then they might crack your last pass. I'm going to get your IRD number. I'm going to encrypt this podcast. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, wait a sec. Uh, that's really messing with my mind. So it, was actually, it wasn't an accident that they killed this American no. person. No. Oh, okay. Out. They set out to do it. Yeah. Well, isn't that like, um, uh, you know, when they kill people in the United States? Um, what do they call it? Death row. Oh, uh, no, because that's punishment, you see. That's, that's oh, yeah, that's okay. Because if it's gone through a judicial process, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, the, so state, the state can't bypass the judicial right, process right. and go around randomly yeah. killing people. Yeah. So this guy in Pakistan, he wasn't being punished then for what he was doing. No. He was just being assassinated. He was being assassinated. Okay, no, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Uh, so how does this relate to the virus or the predators? It was, oh, I see it comes in the same week, that's all. Ah, that was the link. Ah, crikey. Follow me. Follow with yeah, me. Yeah, follow me. Yeah. Boy, crikey dicks. Um, hey, I didn't uh, watch a Star Trek episode, thank goodness. Thank God. <laughs> running out of time. And actually, did you bring a thing that gadget you yet? No. All right. Well, this mouse, arguably. Seriously, only, are you going to... Only, only use this. this, so this sorry, people yeah. can't see this is the mouse. This is a Microsoft mouse, week. yeah. I only use this mouse. Um, for mouse, the podcast. For this podcast. Really? Okay. Yeah, but now I plugged it in because it's got a nano receiver. And I've got another one that's got also a nano receiver, so now I've got dual... You're multiplexing. Dual core. Yeah, dual, dual, dual nano receivers. Dual Do you know which receiver. one it's going to? No. <laughs> <laughs> and what's going to be really annoying is I'll probably unplug it and put it in here, and then when I go to use my other mouse, it, it won't, won't work, work at all, yeah. So. You're right, I'm screwed. I have to carry, carry yeah. around with both of them. You, you should really mark one as being the Microsoft mouse you know, receiver, yeah, Richard. Okay. I was going to talk about Star Wars in HD on Blu-ray, but we kind of run out of time. We I, have. This is yeah. this has gone on. This is a tribute ep- episode. That's right. This is this is so. For, let's end as we begin. This is for Steve. What? Mo- uh, moment of silence or what? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Let's just finish up. Okay. No. How are we going to end <laughs> as we begin? I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, come full circle. All right. Tribute well, to yeah, Steve. Exactly. This is a tribute to Steve. That's right. Uh, we're the Ministry of Geek. Oh, no. I've got this completely <laughs> wrong again. Thanks for geeking out with us. I'm the Ministry, I'm <laughs> we're the ministry of Geek. <laughs> you silly, Ellie. <laughs> well, okay. You screwed it up, Star Wars. Okay, this is it. Okay. This is it. Okay. You do. Thanks for geeking out with us. We're the Ministry of Geek. <laughs>